Hi, my name is Steve Dickman, President for Outpost Centers International. Today we're doing a report on the some of the literature work going on in the Ukraine and some of the background of that and where it is today and how you can be helpful and useful in bringing about a greater distribution of this literature to those who are hurting, to those who need hope. We're going to go first today to Brock. Brock, tell us a little bit about the history of this, where you are now, and what we can do. So, you know, when we first got the, the needs uh, coming to us from Ukraine, you know, as Gideon Rescue Company, we really saw a need to bring hope and encouragement, and especially through literature. And uh, and so God worked out a series of miracles, provided a whole bunch of literature. It was a million glow tracks that we originally tasked with, partnership through Glow and ASI and OCI, and just all the, the pieces that were coming together. And, and so we sent a team uh, relatively immediately after the, the conflict started. And the whole goal was actually to see how we could find avenues and channels to distribute literature. Um, and so we were operating there as a team for about a month. We consistently were sending teams and waves for about a month. Um, and during that time, we just had some incredible incredible divine appointments, you know, whether they were uh, working with refugees in the train station or whether it was working in the communities and just distributing glow tracks and books in the communities. And so on one of those encounters, one of our one of our team members, Lance and Leis, and he actually had a whole divine appointment with with Andre Voss, who was uh, in the community and they were passing out some tracks and, and we were able to, to interact with him. And he was so excited that he met us in the community and he wanted to know all about what we were doing. And so he became quickly a, a a good friend and a translator for us. And he took us all around his city because Lviv was his home city. And so he knew of all the great spots to go. So, I mean, we went to the university, went to the city center, high traffic areas. He, he knew where all those particular spots were in which we could really distribute a lot of literature. And so he really fell in love with, with our team. We fell in love with him. And, and so it was just kind of this amazing match that was made in heaven that God connected us together. And, and then we were able to continue the work. Even when we left, he uh, just, you know, unselfishly stepped forward and said, hey, I will continue this mission. Because out of out of the million tracks, I think about 500,000 were distributed throughout Europe, different conferences, you know, from Germany to Romania to other conferences stepped up and, and, and moved a lot of the material to refugees that were coming into the countries. And then we had about 500,000, I believe, that we distributed out into Western Ukraine as refugees were coming out. But we but when we left, we had about 30 to 50,000 tracks still uh, actually in our cache that we couldn't physically move just because there were so many of them in our, our hands were limited. I mean, so it's this small little cache. 30 to 50,000 tracks that, that Andy has, you know, taken on as his mission. And so we're, we're just helping to support Andy in that mission currently right now. Thank you, Brock, for sharing with us about this, a little of the history of it. So Andy, you're on the ground there. Things are proceeding. Tell us how that's going as you're continuing to distribute this literature. Now it's going better than I started. I mean, uh, today it's not, I can say that there's a lot of people in the town because even now the train station is kind of empty. So I usually operate like in center. I mean, people, they are welcoming. They need this sometimes. Even I do start a conversation with them. They tell me their stories and how they rely on God. And like what, and what I do is, is the real, it's something great. And they never expect that someone would do such a thing. I mean, in, in view. I also like have a partner now. He's just a, I mean, a young man. He's helping me, but I do need like, need, like if I had more people, it would be better. But now I, now I can do even more. For example, today I can go. My my feet is hurting, but he is continue there, and I will join him tomorrow. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm doing good here. Everything is good. 
I mean, I do. I like now. And yeah, comparing. Okay. Thank you, Andy, for sharing with us a little bit about that. So uh, what I'm hearing, Brock, is that maybe some additional people there could be helpful in getting this literature out. If someone wanted to come and help distribute literature, just uh, share with our listeners and our viewers, Brock, how would they do that? And how could they get into this uh, and be helpful? Well, I I think the avenues are open. You know, the connections are there. We've made friends with, with, you know, Andy and others that are on the ground there. And so the way is is prepared. It's, it's just a matter of, you know, feeling the conviction and the call and stepping out in faith to join, you know, what's already beginning there. And um, it's great that, you know, God provides pairs of people to work together. He never leaves us alone. And so we're excited to know that you know, Andy's not alone, that God keeps providing hands for him. And that and that's our greatest need. It's always been our greatest need. You know, you know, money is not is not the issue. It's, it's really just the hands, um, you know, that are needed for this kind of work. And, and I think the big thing is that it's, it's a lot simpler than you think. You know, people are so eager to receive something that uh, you'd be amazed at how easy it is to put a track or a book in somebody's hand and just the divine appointments, even if you don't speak the language, that's, you know, that's always another big barrier. People think like, I can't pass anything out, but that's the beauty of it is that these tracks have already been provided in the local language. And even if you don't know the language, you can still with a smile, you know, place something in somebody's hand. And so I know Andy's done a great job. He's done other things. He's been repackaging a lot of the tracks with like little goodie bags, you know, maybe some fresh fruit, maybe, you know, a couple pieces of candy, you know, he's, he's kind of added a couple things to it to make it even more appealing. And so those are all great things, but that also takes hands and time. So, you know, when you're, when you're single-handedly trying to package those things and get them together and, and then go out and seek where you can find the most people and the most traffic, it, it just takes, it takes some time. So, but yeah, I, I think they could easily contact us. We could put them in contact with Andy. We could put them in contact with Mark or Stanley. Um, we still have some people on the ground that are actually pursuing this both in, in Warsaw and in Lviv. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Warsaw and what's happening there. Just try to get that picture as part of this too. So you have a team in Warsaw. I think we have Stanley on with us today. Someone else may be joining us here in the next couple of minutes. So just Stanley, are you in Warsaw and how are things going there? Yeah. So what we have been doing is going to the refugee center and making little bags with fruit and also literature and and just handing it out to children and adults. Uh, we have some bags for children with children's literature and then some bags with Steps to Christ in Ukrainian and, and also some fruits. So um, yeah, it's been a real blessing meeting with uh, the different uh, refugees at the refugee center. Now, Stanley, how many people uh, are coming through the refugee center there? Is it a pretty crowded place? A lot of people coming through? Uh, yeah, as far as I know, there's, there's many people um, in there. When one and I um, had been in and I visited the refugee center several weeks ago. Um, we were allowed to go inside to share some literature. So yeah, there's many, many people inside. But outside, yeah, just uh, yesterday, I believe it was, some buses coming to, and some of the refugees were going on to the buses. I don't know where they're going, but uh, there's, there were many, many people outside. Uh, hopefully, Mark will join soon so he can give you the details. Um, I'm yeah. not able to share all the details. I'm not, not a good speaker. No, thank you, Stanley, for sharing with us today. And uh, what we're going to do at this point is is uh, just give a little more time here for uh, Mark to I'm join sorry. us. Can I add something from the Ukrainian sure. side? Okay, so I also want to say that it is safe. I know some people worry because there is a war, you know, but it's safe here in Lviv. Uh, I mean, even if sometimes there is some attacks, but it's safe. Our military protects the city, like also God protects the city, so it's safe here so you shouldn't be worried about you know 
bombing or other stuff. And yeah, I, I've been doing a lot of like experiments with the tracks, with literature. It, it's great, you know, trust me. If you come here, you're going to meet a lot of people. And language is not a problem. Like a lot of people, they know like English. So it's not a problem here. So it'd be really good to, you know, meet new people here and just find out that life is here. It's not, people live here. They're not like suffering or like living in the bunkers. They live here. Mm-hmm. And okay. yeah, that's what I want to say. Yeah, Lviv is a very modern city and it's it's hustling and bustling and, and uh, you'd be amazed. In fact, you wouldn't even know that a, a conflict is happening if you're in Lviv on most any day because all the shops are open, the stores are open, people are going to and fro. So it's a, it's still a real real mission field, you know, just in Lviv itself. And on Andy's note about finding unique ways, experimenting with handing out tracks, I'll, I can send you a video, but he has a video where he was actually, he met some young men and he was trading them cigarettes, the cigarettes that they oh, yeah. were smoking for tracks. And they actually did. They actually gave him their cigarettes and they took his tracks. <laughs> Again, here we are, Zhenya and me. Today we are going to work and we have like the literature here and tracks. So technically it's a good day, a little bit cold, but it's really good day. So yeah. It's a good day. Uh, be honest, great, I did great this, job. Yeah, yeah, great I job, did that man. a lot, a lot. But I, I, I can't make. I mean, some people say they don't want to like, you know. Okay, no video, just let's trade. So I did that maybe 10, 20 times. Yeah, <laughs> like I did that a lot. But just to, those two guys, they said, okay, you can film a video. But others, they said, no, no. So yeah, but yeah, that's awesome. I mean, really. Oh man, that's great. Uh, thank you, Andy, for being creative there. I know God's going to use some of that literature and and put a spark of hope in people's hearts. So thank you for what you're doing there. Patty, is there anything else as we wait for Mark that you'd like to insert here? I just want to make it maybe clear to people how they can, if they want to go, what's the, what's the process? Who would they talk to? Uh, who do they call for more? Yeah, give, give them, go ahead. Give them- you know, give them our contact information and uh, we'll, we'll walk them through the things that have worked for us and our team members as they've traveled over. You know, a lot of us just bought tickets right into into Warsaw and the train systems, you know, work really well in Europe. So from Warsaw, you can hop on a train and go south to the border there with Ukraine. And, and then there's a lot of Adventist activity and, and others that are coming into Lviv. So we had a lot of friends, you know, Merrick was is is working with, um, probably seen on some of these videos, he's working with Adra and he transports, you know, supplies in and refugees out. So there's kind of a steady stream of, of options going in and out of Ukraine. And so it wasn't difficult to get into Lviv. And then once there, there's plenty of, of places in which we could, you know, hook up for housing. You know, there's the union office there in, in Lviv and they were gracious. They were very, very helpful to our team housing and, and helping to just support our operations and teams there. So there's there's a lot of lot of places uh, to minister. And then of course in Chernitsky, you know, south of Dr. Yuri and his operation, you know, we have actually Sandy Roberts who's down there too. She's our 74 year old trooper missionary who uh, has has committed herself to being in Ukraine for the next uh, nine months. So she's in it for the long haul. And uh, she's had just incredible blessings. And she's 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 made the appeal. She said, man, if people could just come and especially even medical, you know, if you have any medical skills, like I know that they need help in that in that department. And, but she's just been a real blessing to, to translate or not translate, but to teach English. And she's been working with the orphans there and, and others. So I mean, there's just there's a lot. I mean, the Lord has a place in many different fronts. So I'm sure there's there's needs all over the place. 
Great. I see that uh, we have someone else on with us here. Mark, thank you for joining us today from Warsaw. And I understand that uh, you and Stanley are there kind of working as a team on some things and distributing literature. Tell us a little bit about how that's working and the blessings that you're receiving and seeing. Okay. So um, I've been here for about two weeks and uh, I know Van and Stan had, had already kind of started on the ground floor. We've been, been to two locations. There's a central bus station where all the refugees are kind of uh, converging, coming from and going to. And then there's outside of Warsaw, there's a called the PTAC Expo Center, and they must have like five to 7,000 refugees at the present time. Um, so we've kind of been doing different things. We've been going to the bus station. This is uh, what I started doing with Van and uh, Stan and uh, handing out literature. And, uh, and, and what we've been doing the past few days is going to the uh, refugee center and handing out fruit with with the literature and that's been very successful we we hand out about uh we can hand out 60 bags of fruit in like about four or five minutes wow <laughs> and, uh, okay yeah it's it's as easy as it gets right and um i i got that idea when i came here I, it's just been on my mind that i wanted to hand out some fruit or something and uh it took us a little bit while to find a place we went to the national stadium first and uh there's not a lot of people there right now, but there's still a lot of people at the PTAC Expo Center and they're eating a lot of potatoes right now. So um, they're not getting a well-rounded diet. So they're very receptive to the fruit, uh, you know, and God has been with us. Um, the first few days we did it, we had trouble kind of locating children because we made we made some children's bags with uh, some, some booklets about Jesus. And uh, the third day I was there, as I was walking up, I asked God, I said, God, please bring the children to us. And within about 30 seconds, we got, uh, we got hoarded by children. They just came out of nowhere. Uh, oh, praise and, the Lord. Yeah. So there was a whole bunch of them around us. It felt really good. They're really, really beautiful and cute, you know, and they were asking for their, their brother and their sister, you know, and so we, they take it back and this one girl asked for her grandmother. They couldn't come outside and we handed her something. And the second day, the same thing happened. I was walking up. I didn't, I saw one or two kids. They said, God, please bring the children to us. And they just, they come out again. They come out of the centers out of nowhere. And before we walk down the building and we're doing this outside, we're not even inside the building because they won't let us inside. And that was kind of a small roadblock. We were trying to get inside and, uh, we thought about it and said, well, we don't really need to get inside. You know, there's people outside. And so before we walk halfway down a building, all, all the fruit bags are handed out. It just happens that fast. And I'm here for about three weeks in uh, Poland. I'm here with uh, working with Vaughn and uh, Stanley. I've been here for about a week already. And uh, it's been pretty good so far. We've been handing out a lot of, a lot of literature. Had a lot of good experiences. Uh, last time I came here, there was an old Polish lady, and she took everything that I had. She uh, she took about eight to ten pieces of literature. She was very excited. I had no idea what she was saying, and she kept talking to me, even though she knew I didn't understand Polish. And uh, I had a few other experiences where people were just smiling, grinning. And unfortunately, uh, we don't always have an interpreter with us, so we can't answer the questions. But we're we're gonna try to get. <clears throat> Uh, some people with us shortly that can, you know, speak the language. Um, there's a few people that, you know, me and Stanley and Van feel like, like God brings them to us. So they come to us, they see the literature, they get excited. They're just smiling. They're very excited about it. And 
this one young man started laughing like uh, joyously, you know, like it was an answer to his prayer. And we get a few of those every day and you just kind of wonder what's going on there. And some of, some of the people are Polish and some are Ukrainian. So we're doing Polish, Ukrainian. I don't know. I guess that's, a, that's just kind of an overview. So I don't know if that yeah. answered your question. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, uh, Mark, for sharing with us what uh, what's happening there on the ground in Warsaw. And uh, we just want to say thank you to our viewers, to your support for these efforts on the front lines and people that are out there distributing literature, connecting with real people who need hope and encouragement. It's a blessing. We couldn't do it, though, without your help and your prayers. Please continue to pray for us. Please continue to pray for Gideon Rescue Company as they're on the front lines there and uh, participating in bringing literature of hope to these individuals who are suffering. Thank you today for watching this. And uh, do we have anything else that we want to share today? Um, I just I just wanted to thank uh, thank God. And uh, just it's such a blessing to be able to do this. I, I normally work as a mechanical engineer. I work in the defense industry. And I felt like God wanted me to come out here. And I thought, well, this is impossible. I don't have the vacation time. They're not just going to give me a leave of absence. Uh, well, I talked to Conrad Vine about two months ago. He came by our church. He says, you should ask him for a leave of absence. And I said, well, they, I've been working there 20 years. They don't have anything like that. He said, well, ask him anyway. And my boss didn't hear anything about that. But uh, within an hour, his boss's boss had heard about it. And he had worked through something with human resources. And they gave me a leave of absence. And he said, you can go as long as you want. So um, but I got to get back soon. But God opened the doors for me to be here for a short period of time. And it's just, it's been a real blessing. I've never done anything like this before. So this is a, a first time experience doing something like this. Well, praise God. Thank you for taking the initiative and listening to the Spirit's voice speak to you and following up on that. I know that what you're doing there is having an eternal impact. And so we yeah. just praise God for that. And we ask our listeners, again, our viewers to continue to pray as these resources are shared and as people receive a message of hope. Thank you, friends, today for watching this report. Continue to pray for Gideon Rescue Company and all of our ministries that are on the front lines helping there in this crisis in Ukraine, Warsaw, and surrounding areas.